Welcome back to Respawn Aim Fire, episode 98. And I say back for a moment. Uh, God damn it. God damn it. God damn it, Chad. Not for a moment. For a reason I'll explain in a second. Hi, I'm Chad <laughs> Michaelinus, your host. Across the country is Holden DePardo. Say hola, Holden. Hola. I'm the one who said God damn it a little while ago. That was me. Oh, you're the God damn it guy. I'm the God damn it guy. That's me. That's going to forever be the way that I introduce you on the podcast. <laughs> the God damn it guy, Holden DePardo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting that go. Uh, we are the Kickass Irreverent Gaming Podcast, hence all the goddammits you just heard. And we have a little bit of a snafu that happened this week. This is the second week in a row that tech has not been our friend. We did have two guests to record last night, Sunday night. However, due to some technical difficulties on their end that were out of our control, we don't have the appropriate audio tracks for them. So we decided that rather than... Not release an episode this week. Holden and I are going to re-record our conversation today, Monday, for tomorrow, Tuesday, so that you guys get our sexy little voices in your ear holes to penetrate your cochleas for the rest of time, as long as you play us on repeat. <laughs> I'm just uncomfortable with this because I only have to talk to you now, and I don't like that. I don't like talking to you. It's been a while, man, since it's just it been has. the two of us. Even our barf side quests have been guests on them. I missed you. I think we did, yeah, because Link to the Past, we had Alex on, and we had Ryan on for uh, Bioshock 2. So, yeah, ever since the kind of funny thing, we've been we, we've been so far apart, Chad. How have you been? <laughs> Terribly. Without you, not just having just you here, it's been it's been hard. Yeah, I could tell you're using adverbs yeah. when not appropriate. <laughs> that's insane. That is insane. insane. That you think about adverbs that often. That is insane. Yeah, I have been. Well, I guess you could be terribly. Like, you are bad at existing. I am very bad at existing. <laughs> you are trying your hardest to fucking kill yourself. That's why I'm the goddamn it guy, because I'm just bad at existing. I'm just always like, God damn it! I just can't do this. I'm bad well, at existing. You're not allowed to kill yourself. No one listening to this is allowed to die, <laughs> whether by your own hand or anyone else's. As Greg Miller says, it's incredibly selfish, and you're not allowed to do it. So, episode 98. We've got a doozy of an episode, and by that I mean it's probably going to be a short one, because one, we've <laughs> talked about it already, too. It was kind of an, an anemic week. We've got some rumors about Microsoft. We've got some rumors about Rockstar. We've got somebody winning 20 bucks. We already yeah. announced it, and they already know because I tweeted them last night. But you guys <laughs> will find out for the first time right now. And we've got a brand new game on Game Show that you yeah. guys have not heard yet. But let's jump in. I've heard it We're, already. No, you haven't. You haven't. Well, you've heard the segment. You have not heard these particular. I know ones what it I is. I made new ones. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, our guests. If you wanted to check them out, Gamer Fuel Studios Network. They are available on Spotify and uh, Podbean. It was Damien and Marcus, and they are some great guys. If you want to check out their stuff, go for it. Uh, it's unfortunate that we couldn't have their audio as well. Um, let's jump in with Microsoft's Quest Log. Microsoft, come out and play, yay! <laughs> we have the biggest, of course, story ever. Is it a rumor? It is a rumor. But is it a rumor? Chad, is it a rumor? I don't know. I mean, it is a rumor, to be clear. It is actually a rumor. <laughs> We're getting out with Scott P. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Xbox One games running on PC being tested by Microsoft. This comes from Rory Young, not Rory Culkin from Game Rant. <laughs> you know Rory Culkin? No. He's a Cul he's a Culkin brother. Oh, okay. He was the one from Science. I didn't realize that Culkin brother was a thing. Yeah, there's Rory Culkin, there's uh, Macaulay Culkin. I, I know Macaulay Culkin. There's uh, Famously Culkin. from um, The Pizza Underground. <laughs> the Pizza Underground? Yeah, he has a band called The Pizza Underground. Um, there's it's so the weird that I know he has that band. You don't know he has that band, but I don't know he has a brother, and you know he has a brother. He has several brothers. There's a third brother that's in the HBO show Succession, and he's fucking wonderful. In so it. I've there there have always been a few people. Who I'm like, oh, they look kind of similar. Is that? But I've never thought they were brothers. They all thought, have that like. I just thought Hollywood is looking look. for a look, and that Kieran look is Culkin. the McCulkin. Kieran look. Culkin is the one from Culkin. Succession. I just said McCulkin. Culkin. Yeah, Kieran Culkin is from Succession. They all have this general look that they look like the human manifestation of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> How flattering. So flattering, Chad. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Hi, you look like a junkie. Why are we talking about the Culkins? <laughs> because Rory Young, Rory Culkin, uh, for Rory some reason. Rory Culkin from, yeah. from Signs, yes. Of course, yeah. But going back to those Xbox One games <laughs> on PC, which is a rumor, which is not a rumor, but it is actually a rumor. What a delight. We wouldn't have had that Culkin conversation had it not been for this re-recording. <laughs> 
just what everyone wanted. Like, what was the best part of the episode? Probably the Culkin conversation. <laughs> when they called the Culkins drugs, <laughs> that was the best part. <laughs> Way to properly use nouns, Chad. You're a noun. I am a noun. You're a towel. Anyway, so um, this, this guy Thorat noticed that on the game State of Decay in the Microsoft Insider program on PC, that game is using the .xvc file, which is used for Xbox One games. Um, at the time Microsoft, um, blah, at the time the program released, Microsoft stated the program would bring, quote, new technology to Windows 10, but didn't clarify further. So it's possible that this new technology is some sort of emulation of Xbox One games on PC, which would be hugely beneficial rather than porting a game from Xbox to PC, which would be take time and resources. Emulation would basically just mean you can just do it. And since Xbox That's... wants games everywhere, it, it makes sense. Yeah, definitely for... Like portability sake, not port it like carry it with you, but port, yeah, no, I know. To, yeah, the, make it portable. Um, that is that a definitely term. makes that is, sense. That's a real way to I use know, that word. But everyone yeah. thinks of like portability. Why are you going to carry your PC with you? Because laptops <laughs> exist, people. <laughs> anyway, that makes a lot of sense for that to emulate it. My totally. understanding, though, maybe it's just because the Xbox One has the x86 architecture that it's a lot easier, but my understanding was to port, not to port, to emulate a console, you usually need something at least three times more powerful than it in order Mm -hmm. to emulate it. Yeah. Which either that means the Xbox One is super underpowered or most PCs are very, very high powered or Or all of that thinking was back before everything adopted the x86 CP or PC-like architecture. Yeah, I'm not sure how much emulation is really going to have to do. I mean, the architecture of a Game Boy Advance is very different than the architecture of a PC, which is why you have to emulate and recreate. I don't think they're going to have to recreate as much to emulate on, on a PC, but also... It doesn't really say emulation. I mean, this is running Windows. It could be you they're adding something to Windows, which is also owned by Microsoft, to really just make it so that Xbox games just work. Didn't they make a big deal last year about, like, all Microsoft devices run a version of Windows 10? Yes, they did. Yeah. Maybe they just made Xbox run a version of yeah. Windows. It, it runs a Windows I mean- that makes it easier. It runs a Windows. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, there's still a hardware element to it when you're coding. You're thinking about memory management. You're thinking about memory management on a console. The Xbox One, you know exactly what you're getting. So there's still some some differences between the consoles. But they are in a position that they can control both sides. So they can make it work much more smoothly than, say, Sony could. Much more smoother. Much more smoother. Um, so yeah, this makes complete sense. I think this is going to happen. And like I said, the last time I recorded this, we're getting all these rumors of Microsoft doing crazy stuff like Xbox Game Pass on Switch, getting Xbox One games on PC, like bringing Xbox Live to everything. I can't wait for GDC. I think this is when they're going to start talking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Their next gen initiative is going to be, I think, bigger than we ever imagined because it's not just going to be about a console. No, it's literally going to be every con- every single device yeah. in that entire generation yeah. is like, going to be an Xbox device. No, like literally, you're like, oh, I, I wonder what next box is going to look like. You already have a next box in your house. You got probably. it in your hand, motherfucker. Yeah, Reach down in your purse. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited for this. This is this is interesting, um, but it's also kind of like a dud. We're going to do this. It's barely a rumor yeah. at this point. So yeah, in your bra. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Great That's all liar, I got liar. To say about that. Great liar, Thanks. liar reference. Yeah, two Tom yeah, Hanks references right there. Liar, liar. Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see if you were going to let me go with that one. No, I was not going to go with that one. <laughs> liar, liar is actually like an important movie in my childhood. I watched Jurassic Park and Liar, Liar a lot as a kid. Dude, I just went and had dinner with somebody tonight, and we literally quoted almost every single line from Dumb and Dumber the entire meal. <laughs> Fucking Jim Carrey. Did he need his pills he himself? Did he eat his pills? Pills are good. Good pills are good. <laughs> um, hey, y'all, we're moving on to playtime. What is playtime? Oh, it's the time where we talk about what we played. Playtime. I slip into some kind of accent. <laughs> you know, speaking of accents, we're going to take a little sidebar. We've got some time. We can we can meander. Yeah. Uh, every time I go back to North Carolina, where the rest of my family is and where I grew up. Do you get an accent? I, I never had an accent before in my life. <laughs> the only person in our whole family who ever had an accent was my older sister and she she developed a country accent but everyone else you know my parents are from really yeah that's too my funny parents are i can't from indiana that. and delaware so we did they moved down so oh, we didn't, okay they didn't have an accent so we didn't have an accent but every time i go home now it starts out as a joke 
I'm like, hey, Morgan, you want to go Chick-fil-A? <laughs> <laughs> and then we just continue, and it becomes second nature. And then I realize, people probably think I talk like this. And then I think, I'm not thinking about trying to talk like this. I'm actually talking like this. That means I have an accent now. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. So weird. And that is anyway, a great segue into Bioshock 2. What a great Chad, segue. you played more Bioshock 2. I don't want to set the world on... That song is not... In, that's the Fallout trailer. Damn it. I always get those confused. Um, yeah, I kind of like a 50s vibe, though. Same, it was the... Uh, oh, I put it in the intro of our Bioshock. Fallout and Bioshock are basically the same game, but with like a 50s aesthetic and vibe. What's, what is the song? What is the song? Somewhere... Yep. Beyond the sea somewhere. I put that in I put that in the intro of our barf episode. Oh, did you? Oh, good good time. You don't listen to our shit, do you? I can't listen to myself talk. It's weird. It's strange. Well, maybe you should shut up. Because I'm talking <laughs> about what I played this week. Yes, I played Bioshock 2. And I know you guys are thinking, what the fuck? You just beat Bioshock 2, didn't you? You had a barf discussion. And I say, cool accent. But also, yeah, I'm still playing Bioshock 2 because do I have the platinum trophy yet? No. No, I don't. I can't quit that game until I have the platinum trophy. I you're, only have one to go. You're, you're, have to... you're a Culkin, Chad. You're a Culkin. <laughs> I'm a Culkin. All hopped up on plasmids. I'm a Culkin splicer. <laughs> I, um, I have one trophy left, and it's beat the game on hard mode. If I was thinking going into this game that I was planning to get the platinum, I just would have done that all in one go. But I, uh, so I'm going back through now and I'm trying to just run through it as fast as possible, not explore anything. Just got the winter blast plasmid so I can freeze shit, drill, dash, and then just like make my way through. You're wasting your time. I, I also mentioned last time that I got all the way through the end of Ryan Amusements and I hadn't been saving it all because I was like, oh yeah, this time I'll just use Vita, Vita Chambers. And then I died, almost beat the, the big sister right off the bat. And then I died and I was like, cool. I'll just respawn. And then it brought me to the load screen. I was like, or to the, the main menu. And I was like, oh, what? Turns out in my options menu, yep. I still had Vita Chambers turned off. I had to do the whole Ryan Amusements again. <laughs> but you I'm still bitch. enjoying it the second time. And I'm actually like thinking, maybe I'll play it a third time. Just kidding. I won't play it a third time. Um, Especially you're going to play Bioshock Infinite again this year, which you've been threatening to do. You're again. And we're going to do it, damn it. Notice my key word there was threatening to do. I don't want you to do it yet. Threatening. Threatening. You made me play Metro fucking 2033. <laughs> it's Holden, not my fault you have bad taste in games. <laughs> <laughs> it is um, your fault. You raised me. <laughs> I'm your dad. I, I learned can't... it from you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> so I played, speaking of Metro, I played. Uh, I finished Metro Exodus, which I talked about on East Coast Games. If you want to listen. Congratulations. Thank you. If you want to listen to me discuss that in uh, full, full, full detail. But I really, really like this game. It's a great improvement for the franchise. There's still some wonkiness that I, I have to mention. Um, but it was a really enjoyable game. So I do notice a lot of the luster has left your voice. That's a lot of L's. A lot of the luster has left your voice. Well, I've talked about it so much now. I've also talked about exactly what we're going to talk about last night. <laughs> to so, me. To you. Um, so, no, it's a really, really good game. I, I boasted a lot about it the previous week. Because I loved the story beats in the first half of the game. There's so many twists and turns. However, the last half never reaches the height. It goes for more of a subtle... Um, you you care about one specific thing that's happening to one character mm-hmm. in the last half of the game, basically. Without going to spoilers. Whereas the first half of the game is twist and turns and like conspiracies. And, and then they just kind of just... It ends, and it makes sense why it ends. Like, and I, I don't want to ruin it, but when you have those big moments in the first half of the game, you're expecting, like, oh man, this is just where it's beginning. It never reaches that height later on. However, the gameplay scenarios—I was having a hard time explaining this last night. The gameplay scenarios are better in the last half of the game, though. I think. Okay. I, I keep thinking back to this one area. There are three open areas in the, in the game. One of the open areas is called the Taiga, and it's kind of a wooded area, like a wood swamp, swampy area. And in it, you were on a train, but the train tracks exploded. You go flying off. You lose all of your resources. You don't have your guns that you've been customizing and making better throughout the game. All the work you put into that is gone. You only have a bow, and you just have to make it all the way to the other side of the map where this dam is. 
and you got to figure out how to do it. It's it was it's kind of like one. It's like it's the opposite of the Great Plateau in in Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild Great Plateau is like, hey, anything that's the opposite of Breath of the Wild, I'm a, I'm all for. It. You're selling me. <laughs> no, because it's like, hey, we're gonna just send you off in the wild, and you just gotta use your resources to 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 make your way, but we're giving you nothing right now. That happens. The, like one of the last areas of the game like hey we've taken everything from you we hope you learned in this game because now you're going to have to apply that where so it's yeah absolute tutorial basically that's what yeah. i'm getting at and i love that area so so much there's just a real there's really cool set pieces of oh i need to take this boat and i need to move down the swamp but the only way to go down the swamp is to go right through an enemy camp you go to the enemy camp you get to um, a barrier that's blocking you and you have to get into the camp so you can like lift up the barrier so you can keep going. It's really, really tense. And they do a really good job of laying out everything in this open area that you can go in for it stealthy. You can go in for it guns a blazing if you want to. And I always would start off stealthy, lose the luster <laughs> and then die and then go guns of blazing die again and then go okay no but i made it farther now i know the layout of the map better i'm gonna go stealthy now that i know this map better and then i would do it and it was very rewarding and very very cool so even just seeing those multiple ways of attempting the level is, is something i didn't quite get in metro last light in 2033 the open areas really lend themselves to some interesting gameplay um, opportunities i really like this game a lot it still has some like i said some of the wonkiness awkward animations things like that but it is the more i think about it the the more i like this game a lot and the more i want to play it again immediately i just can't because i have other games i have to play but i'm really really liking this game and also just because i'm so excited for where 4A Games takes the franchise going forward. If they can improve this much and still have a really small team, I can't wait to see how they move forward. They, I think, offer something so unique in the first-person genre that I haven't seen before. I'm not a big first-person fan, but these games really speak to me because it's more about the survival. and It's it's a very good game. I liked it. Chad, I, you is really should... Is it worth should. $60? It is definitely worth $60, even with the wonkiness. But hold on, that's like 10 times $6. <laughs> Thanks, that's Chad. That's like so many rotisserie chickens. Chad just got his uh, multiplication tables recently. He's been memorizing them. <laughs> <laughs> you add zero to the end times by yeah. 10. He started with oh the 10s. That should be a song. <laughs> add a zero to the end if you times it by 10. 6, 67, 78, 89, 90, 100... <laughs> <laughs> i was supposed to say 10 but i messed up i'm sorry so you played metro exodus yes you've convinced me to get it when it goes on sale and play through half of it no you what want to play the last play? half um i also played captain Toe tracker um i got that and that's just such a cute charming fun and you've been playing it on wii u i've been playing it on wii u that's right <laughs> um i make bad decisions <laughs> um no, i got it on switch of course i actually got the special edition as well because i, I want to get those oh, extra levels with the extra out. goddamn but also, the special edition, if you do have the game, is only $5, I think. Because it's oh. only $5 extra to get the special edition version of the game. Otherwise, I would have just gotten the regular version if it was like 15 bucks extra. But yeah. yeah, fuck it, I'll get it right now. Um, Very, very enjoyable game. Another example of a Nintendo game where I'm like, this would be so much fun to play online with someone over the internet and having voice chat. Especially and now that it has co-op. Because now it's couch yeah. co-op. But it's couch co-op. It's not online co-op. And I just really wish that Nintendo would get their game together on that. I've been very mm. let down. Well, what do you yeah. expect? I will talk more about Treasure Tracker once I've beaten it, but I'm only like 10 levels in right now. Have you reached the first boss yet? Yeah. That's about where I am. Okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll both play it a little bit more this week. I have a long trip. I have a lot of flights this week. So Oh, this is a great game to play in a plane. Yeah. Because it's not very challenging. It's just kind of casual and easy to get through. I, I do have... I don't like playing challenging games on planes where I'm like, oh, I want to stop playing this because, oh... I need to like yeah. take a break for a second. I hate that. I hate having that on a plane. I do have this condition where as soon as a plane takes off, I immediately fall asleep, no matter what. Oh, you're so lucky. I know. I know. But I always wake up I have with the like opposite. a sore neck. So no oh, matter I, what, I fall asleep for better or for worse. Every time, every time I fly, I will not sleep the night before because I'm like, oh, that'll make it easier to fall asleep on the plane because I just can never fall asleep on planes. 
And then I get in the plane and either I'm next to someone who's horribly obnoxious, not like verbally obnoxious, but like they'll smell like trash or something. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I can't go to sleep. And then I'm just more tired and more annoyed. <laughs> so I want an easy casual game like Captain Code Treasure Tracker to play on that plane. For example, segue, <laughs> I would hate to play Kingdom Hearts on a plane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me about Kingdom Hearts. K-H. Yeah. I did start the game. This is not a judgment to the game. This is just a first impression of the opening cinematic and first world Destiny Island. Um, man, I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> I really, I'm going to have a hard time. Actually, I've played more now. I've played um, up to Wonderland. I'm in Wonderland right now. And I'm like pretty far into it. Yep. Not, not in, as an emotional state. Wonderland. But... Yeah, um, I, this game is just not for me, I, I think, because I'm just not into the Disney thing. But I'm playing it because everyone loves it so much. Yes. And I want to understand why people love it so much. Gotta it's part give of it gaming a fair history. Shake. I'm going to continue playing it. But that's where I'm like, wow, um, this game is really, really not made for me. We've got two months to make yeah. it through this one. I'm going to power through it. I'm realizing it's actually shorter than we thought it was. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have this game done maybe by the end of the week. Maybe next week. Oh shit! Yeah, it's surprisingly fast. If if the pace keeps up, there could be other areas that are a lot longer, take me longer to get through. But I've been pretty surprised by how quick it is to get through everything. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, end of the week. I know. I just I just had to say though, like the opening cinematic. Right, let me just explain the opening cinematic. It's a music video. Which first of all, people don't know this about me. I listen to house music primarily because I don't like lyrics, and I just house music is all instrumental. I don't like it. Do you enjoy poetry though? I don't really care for. I don't. I, mean, okay. like I, dislike I was about to say it. if you like poetry and you enjoy music, but you don't like poetry set to music. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, so the opening cinematic plays, and it's just like it's a very poppy song. So already kind of like, nah, not my kind of music. But it's also set to images from the game that I have not played yet and have no emotional connection to. Don't know who these characters are. And I feel like everything in that should have been like an end credits thing as opposed to a before you've played the game. Do you think I don't I don't, I know nothing about this. Is yeah. this do you think this is the actual opening of the game or do you think this is like a welcome to the collection? Like no, celebrating no, no. So, the collection. No, so what happens is you open up the collection, you just get a list of all the games, and then it says which game do you want to start. I start playing Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, and then it brings me to the traditional like new game load, continue. Okay. I do I do new game and then it plays that opening cinematic. Great. Can't yeah. wait. And it's the thus far, it is the only cinematic you cannot skip. And it's just the most useless cinematic I think I've seen in a game. All useless the other ones, is world building, Holden. It's not world building because I don't World building would be, oh, I understand this world now. And the whole time, I'm like, I should understand these images, but no. I don't. Everything I've heard about Kingdom Hearts is no one understands it, but it's great. So far, this I can is follow just the setting story you just up fine. for that. It's just setting me up for not understanding. It. Exactly. <laughs> this is what you're getting into, and no one gets a, uh, no one knows what the fuck it is. Well, from what, I've talked to Kingdom Hearts fans, and they've told me that, oh yeah, that's every game starts off that way. <laughs> so great yeah so we're getting ourselves into something here wonderful yeah well hold on let's jump into our fetch quests these are the quests yeah. that don't give a shit about just kidding they're great quests there's <laughs> just not much to talk about so they're headlines fetch quest number one cyberpunk 2077 confirms appearance at e3 2019 we are 12 weeks away ladies and gentlemen that means just 12 episodes of respawn aim fire before you start getting our uh reactions that means probably like 10 episodes before you start getting our predictions yeah we should start working on predictions pretty soon actually yeah we gotta we gotta we gotta get some stuff work on no i got in the pipeline oh shit oh shit sorry i was just thinking about e3 and how much i love it (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so um we just got confirmation it's gonna be there nothing Mm -hmm. more about it but yeah great it's officially confirmed it will be there probably at microsoft's event that would make the most sense yeah can't wait to see more of this game you Horizons... think it's getting a release date well you think it's getting a release date this year though it's it getting hear... released this year i don't yeah. think it's getting a release date this year i think it's getting released well what I, I meant by release this year so yeah. that's what i meant i just can't yeah. use words well enough yeah words 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 <laughs> words 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 schubert do you know what that's from schubert no schubert i don't know 
Every single time in Chicago that my roommate and I are driving or riding the bus down Broadway and we pass Schubert, or if we're just going to Target and we see Schubert Avenue, we go, Schubert! <laughs> it's okay. from something, I swear. I'm sure it is. Anyway. But you guys also have that weird connection. We, that, have, like, we are the weirdest fucking people. It's very strange. <laughs> in the most endearing way possible. you say the word also, you have to say also, alto, alto, alta, balto. <laughs> No, you I don't have to. You have to say to. all of those. No, you I have, have to, to say all of those. You have to. Uh, or we say goodnight to each other often by just <laughs> back and forth going, attention teachers and students. And she'll go, attention teachers and students. I'll go, attention teachers and students. Attention teachers and students. I don't even understand just... what that means. What are you, what are you saying? <laughs> it's this Jay Farrow bit from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and he plays the principal of the school. And he just comes out of assemblies and prom and stuff like that. And he goes, he always starts his announcement with, I tried to teach us his daughters. <laughs> and for some reason, we say it when we're going to bed. Okay, so you've seen Finding Nemo. Yes. And there's that scene where they're with the sea turtles. And the one sea turtle is explaining mm-hmm. to Martin, like, okay, so you're going to hit the wave. Then you're going to think you're going to hit it and you're going to go boom. And Martin's like, it's like he's speaking English to me or something. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I feel sometimes when you and Jess are talking. And it's like, yeah. uh, they're they're speaking English right now. It's like, mm-hmm. it's a given our language. It's It's crazy. Yep. I've never seen that with any other like pairing of people ever. Yeah, it's, it's very special. Another another good uh, bedtime exchange is, um, instead of saying good night, you say sleep in the butt, and the proper response is and also with you, <laughs> and then the other person says <laughs> and also under his eye, <laughs> and then I say may the Lord open. <laughs> To our it's Bible just, Belt listeners, we are very sorry. <laughs> no, that's it's Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, like all the handmaids, basically the slaves, they all have to say, under his eye, may the Lord open. Like all of these things that they're forced to say because they're being oppressed. How did Handmaid's Tale do? We, did it sell 10 million copies? Because Horizon Zero Dawn Horizon sold 10 Zero million. Horizon Zero Dawn, thank you. Thank you for getting us back on track. Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn celebrates its second anniversary, just like us. And yeah. 10 million copies sold worldwide. Congratulations. We to, also sold 10 million copies worldwide. We did. Actually. We did. No. I was going to say, maybe we have 10, <laughs> Actually, 10 million downloads. No. We don't 10 have 10 million, million downloads. downloads. Nowhere close. <laughs> maybe 20,000. We'll see. I don't think we can um, hit that yet. What was I going to say, Holden? It was oh, about Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, probably. Yeah, congratulations to Game of the Year of 2017. Yeah, 2017 Game of the Year. From who? For you? From, from you? Me. Oh, okay. From me and anyone else who mattered. So <laughs> Andrea Renee. Andrea Renee also gave a Game of the Year. All right. Good for her. Good for you. I disagree. Yeah. Breath of the Wild all the way. For the record, Oh, we you game beat Horizon Zero Dawn. Lessons. Good for us. PlayStation Plus March 2019. Games include Modern Warfare Remastered and The, the Witness. Witness. Uh, big, big juggernauts there, since it's the first time yeah. we do not have any longer PlayStation Vita or mm-hmm. PS3 games. I'm very excited The Witness is there, because it's one of those games that I think a lot of people would enjoy, but a lot of people wouldn't spend $40 on. Oh, no one's going to play this game. Oh, they should. It's a really good game. It is worth trying. It's a blast. If you like puzzles, if you don't like puzzles, like Chad, no, puzzles never. Suck. No, they don't. Do you also, if you're gonna get it, get it on iPad. No, I played it on iPad. I I really preferred it on console. But I thought you were like, oh, but I can take screenshots and then draw on the screenshots. Yeah, that was nice. But it's uh, to be fair, actually, when I, went, I was playing on an iPad Air, and that's old. Oh yeah, you piece. So of trash. it's probably wonky. Um, I remember movement not being as easy, but the drawing is actually easier. Yeah. But also kind of cheating what I was doing. Yeah. It is technically cheating. Yeah. Switching into the slightly more important, yet still very much just headlines, third-party quest log, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order getting public debut in April from Jordan Gerblick at GameRant. Gerblick. I don't know why. Yeah, dude. It sounds like gerbil. I was going to say, I don't know why, but it makes me think of gerbil. So, fucking, of course it does. Gerblick? Gerbil? Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. That's the whole story. It will be yep. debuted in April mm-hmm. during Star Wars Celebration. I, I, Marcus and Damon, Damian brought up good points last night, I thought, which was that Respawn, or um, I should say uh, EA has a bad track record right now with Star Wars games. 
Mm-hmm. But then Respawn has a good track record with just games. Yeah. So I don't really know what to expect. It can kind of go either way. Oh, it's I meant to single send player you today. Only. There was a interview on VentureBeat with Amy mm-hmm. Hennig today that came oh. out where she talked about um, her canceled Star Wars game. What'd she say? I didn't get a chance to read a lot of it. Okay. We'll talk about that later on. Well, that yeah, sounds we'll interesting. Talk about yeah. yeah. Uh, check out VentureBeat. And then finally, the last quest that we have at all, aside from our main quest of Pokemon, is uh, yeah. Rumor Bully 2 confirmed. Qu- rumor, colon, Bully 2 confirmed by Rockstar Games developer. This was from Tyler Fisher at comicbook.com. <laughs> Alex Martins commented on a video titled Bully 2, Lead Concept Art and Soundtrack Samples. And he said, Bully 2 isn't indeed in development. Who the fuck is Alex Martins? Turns out there's a guy who's a technical designer at Rockstar Games with the name Alex Martins. <gasps> what? What? And most people are like, yeah, but anyone can make a thing called Alex Martins and just name it after somebody who works there. But also this particular account has 189 subscribers, has been around for since 2013, had a profile picture, so it wasn't just a rando. And also, for what it's worth, follows the GDC Game Developers Conference channel. So it could be the legit dude. And uh, a lot of people have been have been asking for Bully too. There's a lot of people who love Bully. I never yeah. played it, but a lot of people love it. Yeah. Um, the video comes from a guy named Swegta. And something I wanted to point Swegta. out is... Smegma. What is, is that... Smegma? It's something dirty, isn't it? I have no idea. We'll you find out. It's like a I'll horrible. Sm- like, I'll find out what Smegma it's is. It's a horrible, like offensive, like slur or something like that. You just said it. Some kind of gross mucus. Um, oh, I found it. A so, sebaceous secretion in the folds of the skin, especially under a man's foreskin. Ooh, pleasant. Gross. Good call out, Chad. <laughs> Thanks for talking about that. Speaking of bully too, and Swegta. So <laughs> no, Swegta. I've actually found his videos because of this new story. Shout out to him. His videos that I saw were very well researched. Uh, and very well told and spoken. Uh, you look him up. Good content. Anyway, the video, the Bully 2 Leaked Concept Art and Soundtrack Samples, uh, I want to focus more on the Leaked Concept Art. There were 11, it was like 11 or 15, like there's a certain number of leaked images that looked very reminiscent to, basically just looked like next-gen updated versions of the PS2 version of Bully. Like this one of those environments, like very, very similar to that. And yeah. he was able to track down through reverse image search- searches where those images came from. And a lot of them, actually all of them, came from Rockstar employees' social media accounts. Now, they never – they said um, this is something – they're working on an urban game, and this is related, but never said these are from that urban game. It could have just been like we were is testing that them? out. Just, sorry, keep going, keep going. No, no what were you going to say? I was going to make a bad joke. Keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you got me on track now. Okay, so yeah, so they were basically just showing off like, oh, this is personal stuff maybe, or like it's from an urban game. Like it's kind of all over the place, the reasoning. So it doesn't definitively say that. Um, that Bully 2 is coming out, but seeing those screenshots, they looked really detailed for just like a personal project they're working on. Like it looked like a game. And I don't think that they're making a remaster of Bully 2. That's just not what Rockstar usually, I don't think they would do that because they have so much money they can do anything they want. So... They did just re-release Bully on PS4, though, as a PS2 classic, I'm not talking so. about re-release. It's like a remake. Like, they're going to yeah. remake it in the same way that, like, Wind Waker was remade or Twilight Princess was remade for those consoles or Shadow of the Colossus or something like that. Um, I don't know. I think that was interesting, and I'm surprised that no one else has been talking about that. The only thing that's getting attention is the comment on that video. And the comment was also misspelled. Like, the guy could have been drunk when he was typing it. Like, <laughs> How dare you, Holden? Maybe English <laughs> is not his first language. That's also possible, too. But it didn't look like it was an English not being a first language thing. It was more of like a um, – they hit the keyboard with um, drunk fingers. and like Maybe and they're one of those were, awful people I like, just found out about today. Like letters were flipped the way. What? Have you have you ever met anyone who types with a thumb? And yeah, a I commented finger? on that tw- on your tweet about that. I said I, ju- I just learned about this new. Form I said of awful I have person. seen this before, and I've also done that before. It's so awful. It's like it's, your left you, have you tried finger, it? Have you tried it? And, no, 
of it's, course it's, not. It feels more comfortable than you're expecting, but two thumbs is definitely still more comfortable. It's actually not as no. bad. No, this is stupid. Try the other I way tried around. to type what R and I typed what eight. <laughs> so maybe maybe Alex Martins was doing that for the first time and be like, no, that does suck, but I'm still going to confirm that Bully 2's in development. <laughs> <laughs> sent the reply. That's how it happened. That's how it happened. Um, I don't know like why though. Why would he say Bully 2's still in development? Like why would he why why would he bother doing that? That's what I don't get. But anyway, it could happen, could not happen. Their urban game could just be like GTA six or something. We don't really know anything about it. So we don't know, yeah. but it's interesting. Something's being worked on that's urban related at Rockstar. That's shocking. Surprise. Surprise. Let's move on. Moving on to our sponsorships. Sponsorships. Give us your money. Anyone ever listen to have you ever listened to Avenue Q? I feel like you would like Avenue Q a lot. I know you hate musicals. Mm. It's very funny. Eh. Very funny. And his puppets being vile. Does this musical have like lyrics or is it just like instrumental musical? (laughs) Oh no, it's it's all modern dance. No lyrics, no lines. Really? I'm just kidding. Okay, that's what I said. It's fucking puppets fucking each other. Oh, it's puppets. That sounds funny. Yeah, it's puppets and Gary Coleman. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sponsorships. We don't have sponsors. We're tiny. We're a baby. We're a little baby infant. We're just going, mama. Another liar, liar. <laughs> um, we sponsor you guys, and we do that in the form of our participation trophy. So one person is getting 20 bucks right now. And since we already pulled that person off the list last week, and you already last night, them. and I already tweeted them saying, hey, what's up? Here's your $20. What thing do you want? At Pound won $20 to the gaming service of their choice. So how can you win money? Well, I am happy to say you have more opportunities to take my money in the month of March. Because we're turning two, we want to celebrate by giving you guys a participation trophy every single week. So last night we tweeted about participation trophy week one. You have until 3 p.m. on Sunday afternoon, March whatever the fuck Sunday is, to tweet I found at Respawn Aim Fire and let us know how you stumbled upon us. Was it from Kind of Funny? I imagine that's how most of you found us. Was it an algorithm on SoundCloud? Was it you were just scrolling through the podcast section on Apple Podcasts and you liked our album art and you said, I want to listen to this? In which case I'd say, again, very great accent. Um, Let us know because part of this participation trophy is one to get us out there a little bit more because we love, like literally, I know this sounds weird, our favorite part is getting to know you guys and getting our listeners involved and finding out what you guys like and interacting with you. So part of this allows us to uh, figure out how to get more of you because you're all just so goddamn great that we want more of you so we can find out uh, where to concentrate more in the future. And also because when you tweet, I found at Respawn Name Fire, all of your followers see that and are like, oh man, I want to know who that is. And then you also use the hashtag participation trophy so we can find them really easy. Anyway, all of that's in our tweet on our Twitter. Go to our Twitter and tweet us and tweet and see our tweet. It's pin tweet. Twat. Tweet. However, that does not take away from our usual stuff. We have hashtag thanks for creating, which is our way of saying thank you to developers and game industry professionals. So this week we are going to use hashtag thanks for creating to thank the developer of the game you've played the most in 2019. That would be Pokemon Go. <laughs> still. 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 Even though Pokemon Go sucks in Silicon Valley. Does sucks. it? It does. Oh, it's not walking around as much. Uh, well, I'm, I'm walking everywhere or taking a shuttle. Not as much still, Chicago. All of the, you're right. Not in Chicago. Not as much as Chicago. But there are no Pokestops or gyms anywhere because everyone's like, yeah, we have a top secret, super secret building that we don't want anyone to be kind of just walking around trying to find Pokemon around. So oh, it's yeah. empty. But you go up to San Francisco and it's full. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Also, bar for the month. We talked about it already. It's Kingdom Hearts. Play it if you want. Or don't do that to yourselves. We'll just do it and take <laughs> no, the No, actually, one what I really, for this, we, I really want people to reach out and be like, this is why I love the game. Because I want to wrap my head around my people yes. in this game so much. Like, I really yes. do. So this is, this is a very divisive barf. game. Part of our goal with Barf is that we also want you guys to play along, and we're finally seeing a little bit more of that. We've had guests who actually played these games with us on the last two, and we want to hear your perspectives and your take on the games as well. So if you're playing this game along with us, send us what you think of it, and we'll read it on the air and discuss it. 
you know the guy on it's like a meme he'll be like change my mind he'll have like a picture of him sitting on a campus something like that like, change my mind yep come on here for our show so you can change my mind about kingdom hearts <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is speaking of someone who has been on our who you all know who has been on our barf episode his name is ryan ryan fitzgerald Woo. from twitter at silosword who also has his own show called when gaming Wait a second. Is there Silo Sword and Silo Shield? Do they have? Is there both? Are both of those? Uh, I had to. It was. It was this very stupid joke. I had to. Which one are you getting? Because I'm getting we'll, Silo Sword. We'll get. We'll. We'll talk about that. Spoilers. We'll uh, talk about that. Yes, Ryan, the guy who gives us all of our subscriber interrogatives, which you can do too <clears throat> if you wanted to tweet at us. Uh, that's totally awesome, and we encourage it. And Ryan has given us another question for this week, and he is demanded that I read it in an accent that sounds like him. <laughs> and last time it turned into Buffalo Bill. We'll see if I can do it better this time. <laughs> he has a very deep voice. And very it's hard deep for me voice. to do that. So here we go. <clears throat> Ryan's subscriber interrogative this week. What game do you wish you had never played because it has ruined other games for you? <laughs> that was much better than last night. Yeah, it I'm was less. Oh, is a very big fat person? <laughs> no, I haven't seen her. Fucking Buffalo Bill, man. I just love doing that. That's my favorite quote to, to do. Oh, wait. Is she a right rare fat person? <laughs> What's oh, that a quote wait. from? Oh, it's from Silence of the Lambs. Buffalo Bill. I've only seen it once. Oh, my God. There, it's Matt Ayo and I used to do this to each other all the time. You just walk into a room. You see the other person be like, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would just spark us going back and forth. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> Anyway, what game do you wish you had never played because it has ruined other games for you? I mean, the never played part is tough because it That's ruined what other, makes it tough. Yeah, because if you played other games, <laughs> ruined other games. Sorry. What? <laughs> did someone just either squeeze a bottle of ketchup that was almost empty on your end or did someone just fart really loudly? No, my stepdad just walked by and he kicked the dog bowl and it slid across the floor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I heard it too, but it didn't, it didn't sound that bad like, to me. Continue. <laughs> anyway, so the tough thing is the never blah. The tough thing is never wanting to play this game because it ruined other games. It ruined other games means it's a really good game, which means I don't want to regret playing it because I want that bar to be met again. So I don't regret not playing. I don't regret playing this game, but it definitely has ruined other games. Breath of the Wild thing is the big reason why I could not get into Horizon Zero Dawn because I loved the freedom that I had in breath of the wild and mm-hmm. and i don't mean this as an offense to horizon zero dawn a lot of games handle it this way but it's it's a very it's an open world but it's like an open th- it's open theatrics like it's all kind of for show like an example would be i point my bow at someone in breath of the wild in a town and they all start to freak out and like run away from me because i'm pointing a bow at them i was in a town in horizon zero dawn there's like you know a little dance going on people were on a little stage and i pointed my bow and and the show continued on <laughs> they didn't care and like things like that like not being able to paraglide not being able to climb on everything like not using gyro aiming when you're aiming your bow like i really wanted those things and that kind of ruined uh horizon zero dawn for me it's been two years though so maybe i can go yeah. back to that game <clears throat> again now but i think i think breath of the wild really did a number on me in terms of expecting certain things from games yeah my answer uh no joke is the opposite Horizon Zero Dawn ruined Zelda The Breath of the Wild for me, I think. (laughs) Because I played that one first, and you played Zelda first. And when I played Horizon Zero Dawn, I played 50-ish hours of it, platinumed it, and I was so enamored with the characters and the narrative that fucking blew your mind, and it was wonderful, and all of the collectibles and the sense of progression and all of the cool armor and all this kind of fun stuff. And then I got to Breath of the Wild, and I was just like, where was all of this stuff I was just playing with? Yeah, and it definitely I loved doesn't have it any of that. So much. And the combat was so good and it was so fulfilling. And then you get just There's to no Zelda trip caster in Breath of the Wild. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's that's the next MacGuffin in, in the next Zelda game, though. It's just gonna be trip caster based. That's only it. Yeah, that's it's... all you got. Uh so that's my game. But again, I, I fucking love that game. I don't wish Yes, I you can't like regret it. playing it, yeah. I did find – I mentioned this yesterday, but I forgot – I didn't actually have the the tweet in front of me. Jason Schreier answered this question. He says, January. Ugh, 
I can't believe Kirk is forcing me to play Bloodborne. I don't have time for this bullshit. This is going to suck. February. Bloodborne has ruined all other games for me. <laughs> and then he wrote an article on Kotaku. You should read it out. Read it I read it. Bloodborne ruined games for me. Yep. It is that good. It is that good. Yeah, Bloodborne's fucking wonderful. The, the difference with Bloodborne, though, and Breath of the Wild is that there are a lot of open world games out there. There's not a lot of games like that are exactly what Bloodborne is. Yeah. So it's harder for Bloodborne to ruin other games because nothing else really feels like Bloodborne. I want Bloodborne 2 so bad. Yeah, but I think Sekiro is going to be fucking incredible. So I'm going to Sekiro you. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to our main quest. Main quest. Pokemon Sword and Shield. We had a Nintendo Direct that was seven minutes long this week. Was it actually called a full Direct? Yeah, it was It was a Pokemon Direct. By the way. seven-minute Pokemon Direct. Just got to post for a second. I totally called it. The whole, like, Pokemon Day is going to feature... Yeah, it happened on Pokemon Day, but I said it was going to happen probably in a direct instead. Not, it's never happened during Pokemon Day. It's always happened in direct instead. Just want to say, kind of called it. Didn't- Everyone tweet at Holden Depardo, you fucking did it, dude. <laughs> and then put your favorite GIF in there. My favorite GIF? Mm-hmm. Not your favorite. Oh, Everyone put okay. their favorite GIF as they tweet. No, they should guess what my favorite you GIF fucking is. Did it, dude. There you go. Yeah, guess. Yeah, guess what my favorite GIF is. Anything that has the KKK in it. Oh my god. <laughs> You're just a terrible person. I'm a horrible person, but I will not admit to that. <laughs> <laughs> we will shut that down right now. <laughs> yep. Shut it down. All right. Moving on to our, our Pokemon Direct. Seven minutes long. Two and a half minutes of it was a trailer. What do you think? Oh, let's go hold on. Before I want your opinion, I want to tell yep. some facts. One, it is officially called Pokemon Sword and Shield. It is fact. coming in late twenty nineteen. That is a fact. Yes. Sorry, you're going through the facts. I gotta just Fact check you. That is a fact. Okay. Coming late 2019. Fact. Confirmed. Uh, it is set in the Galar region. I have confirmed that as well. With who? Uh, state your sources. My sources, Nintendo. Oh, Holden, you never reveal your sources. You're a terrible journalist. <laughs> the starter Pokemon have been revealed as Grookey, Scorebunny, and Sobble. Grookey is a grass chimpanzee. Mm-hmm. Scorebunny is a fire bunny rabbit. And Sobble is a water lizard, like chameleon type looking thing. One second. Yeah, that's all good. Great. Thank you. And then finally, it does appear that there are random encounters in this game. Holden, top level impressions. Were you a fan of this direct? Were you not a fan of this direct? How did it make you feel? Got to fact check you on the random encounters. 60% erection? It seems extremely likely based on that video that there's random encounters and not Uh, Pokemon wandering around the place. Looks very likely. Don't know for sure, but it's probably... It seems exactly what it is. Um, my type of impressions are, I really like this. It looks really good. I like the new setting. I'm not the biggest fan of the starter Pokemon, but I'm sure I'll warm up to them. Uh, the names are whatever. Um, I'm glad to see like a hardcore Pokemon game coming back again because I kind of feel like I missed that in Let's Go. But um, they're clearly not saying a lot. I've actually thought more about this. My opinions have changed a little bit since last night. I thought a little bit more about this. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what happens when you think about things. <laughs> well, no. Um, they promised a lot about the Pokemon game. They were going to kind of rethink. They never said, like, changing the conventions of Pokemon, but they said they are going to rethink certain things. And I didn't get that impression from this. This was about showing us what... that, that, that It's still Pokemon. Don't worry. It's still Pokemon. We're not going to change it that much. It's still Pokemon. They didn't talk about battle encounters. They didn't talk about how we're going to catch Pokemon. They didn't talk about a lot of these big things. So we don't really know how much it's going to change, really. So I think, I think what I'm trying to reserve judgment on is it looks like just every other Pokemon game. It does look like every other Pokemon game. But they've also promised changes. And in the Direct, they said that they're pushing themselves harder to challenge themselves and to kind of think about the Pokemon series in different ways. Um, we didn't really – I didn't see that – Outside of the region just being really unique. But I don't think that's yeah. what they're talking about. They've done a crazy region before with Sun and Moon. What was it called? Alola. Alola. That's right. So I'm very excited. But I don't know what's going to make it stand out quite yet. Yeah. I'm kind of right along with you. Mm-hmm. I really like the region. There's a ton of variety in it. You've got mm-hmm. totally. places that look like London. You've got the snowy mountain area. You've got... Um, it's all kind of loosely looks like it's based in different parts of Europe. Yep. Um, so that looks really great. The new art style. I love the cell shaded art style. 
I'm it does totally look good. Down with that. Yep. As soon as I saw the comparison of what Pikachu looks like in Let's Go versus Sword and Shield, like, mm-hmm. hot damn, Pikachu looks great. Mm, yeah, I'd fuck Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> that Pikachu looks great. I don't know. You get electrocuted. That might not be good. Like, Pokemon, get over here. Pikachu, Pokemon, <laughs> Pikachu, get over here. And he just shocks Pokemon. you. Pokemon. Pokemon, get over here. <laughs> get over here. That's like calling your kid. Kid, get, get over, over here. Get over here. Boy. Boy. God, I want to play God of War again. Let's make God of War April's barf. No. Let's finish Kingdom Hearts this month and then play God of War again in April. No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I also share your same concerns that I, it does. You have a, a water, fire, and a grass type starter again. There looks like there's going to be probably eight gyms in an Elite Four. You've got. I don't know about the eight gyms again. thing actually. I looked I at the map and the gyms are clear on the map. They're huge structures on the map. I only saw yeah. four or five. We'll see. We'll see. So maybe but they I, have. I think you're right. There, I, there is so much we don't know about this game. Yeah, and we're gonna have 45 more reveal events. I'm oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. That's how it always works. Absolutely. I'm, I'm really excited to see two things. One, what do the legendaries look like for this thing? Yep. Apparently, it's a, you, a metal you snake and a wooden horse. Apparently, is what they are from from Both leaks from 4chan. Very aroused. <laughs> that leak and from 4chan s- notably came out. A week ago, a week before the announcement of the game, and it yeah. called out Sword and Shield as a title. So, mm. seems pretty legit to me. Mm. So, Metal Snake, Wooden Horse. Second thing, everybody's always asking, like, hey, what starter would you get? And right off the bat, I was like, mm, Sobble, obviously. First of all, fucking love Squirtle. I always chose Charmander, but Squirtle's my dude. I think mostly just because of the Squirtle Squad episode of Pokemon. But <laughs> what, what it really comes down to is what the final evolution is. We don't know what the final evolution of exactly. all these things are. Yep. Because Charizard is definitely the most badass. And then you got Blastoise, and nobody even fucking wants a Venusaur. So, uh, yeah, right off the bat, I would throw Sobble, but I was like, maybe Score Bunny? Who knows? Who knows? Just definitely not Grookey. Actually, Grookey's the one I'm leaning most towards, because they don't start with a grass Pokemon what? usually, and I'm like, why not what? Maybe this time I do a grass Pokemon. It's because grass Pokemon are just generally so useless. Yeah, but that's kind of like the challenge mode of Pokemon. Then, like, start with a grass Pokemon. It's going to be a little bit harder because they're useless. You're just blank face staring at me right now. Sword of Shield, bro. Sword of Shield. <laughs> no comment from Chad there. <laughs> um, honestly, I'm just going to go with everyone, the opposite of whichever one you were choosing. Because that yeah, way, you got to trade. Can, you got to trade. Yep, got to trade. And yep. obviously, I'm going Sword because that's the cool one. I'm going to go shield because I'm a hipster and I want to just do the opposite of what everyone else does just to be cool. That's right. That's right. You and Daniel Reguera. 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 Is, Reguera. is he doing Reguera. shield? Daniel Reguera. Uh, yeah, he said that he just does the opposite of everyone else because he's too cool. No, but I think in Pokemon, though, that actually makes sense because if you do want to collect them all, everyone else already has gold. You're going to get silver. That way you can yep. complete each other. Uh, Sexually. I do want to point out something that Daniel Reguera said to me that I thought was Reguera. interesting. Reguera. Reguera. Regera. From <laughs> from Tequila, which is an awesome podcast. You guys should check out Tequila. as well. Tequila. Tequila. <laughs> and um, he said the random encounters, uh, the uh, random encounters thing. The um, Yeah, random encounters. We didn't see Pokemon in the overworld, maybe because they don't want to show off what the new generation of Pokemon looks like. Uh, that was what was a, another big disappointment, is that there were so many returning Pokemon. Like, I was so excited to see, like, maybe this generation would be similar to i think it was gen 4 where they were all brand new yep but we saw so many familiar faces and even stupid boring ones like hoot hoot that well knows. i think what they did in gen 4 was they're all only new pokemon until you beat the elite four then the old ones come like a lot of the old ones will come back after that i think it was actually black and white did that you're an old one i am an old man mr grinch so i'm excited but we're gonna hear more this yeah direct was just I'm, about saying it's a pokemon gaze guy game guys get excited that's all yeah. this was and it was, it was successful it. at that. Oh, of course. Definitely going to get it, but maybe – I've just got a chub right now. you got a chub right now? Yeah. It's not like pushing rope, but it's also not like the Washington Monument. <laughs> <laughs> it just needs a little bit more intention, some care, and you'll you'll be ready. How do we take a children's game and sexualize it? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to regret saying that. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> we are so fucking humble. Well, we were humble. 
And then technical difficulties. So uh, we're not fucking humble anymore. That would be our next section. But we're going to move on then to our final segment of the night called Game On Game Show. Game On, the game show that we play on our game, on our gaming show called Game On, the Game On Game Show. <clears throat> and as I mentioned earlier, we have a new entry in the series called Now Flesh It Out, Now Flesh It Out. And in this one, I have come up with two mashups of video games that seem like unlikely pairs, and we have to flesh out what that game would look like. Uh, and it can take as little as 30 seconds or as much as the rest of your life. So I've got three. Rolling off of that main quest, let's start with Sneak King cross Pokemon. Sneak King cross Are you familiar Pokemon? with Sneak King? Yes, that's the Burger King game. <laughs> that's the, the Burger King yes. game that you got if you bought like a Whopper at Burger King. You had yep. one of three Xbox games you could get. And this I one think is the king sneaking around. Yeah, they they've like already kind of have this mechanic in Pokemon where I think it was in Sun and Moon or X and Y you could like sneak up on your Pokemon and like kind of tiptoe close to them. Do you remember this? So oh. You could see them shuffling around in the grass. You could like tiptoe. So yeah, could... and if you move slowly, yeah, you surprise them. And so in this version, all the Pokemon can only be caught that way, and they're also different. They're not Pokemon. They're just different items in the Burger King menu. <laughs> chicken fries. Chicken fries. Sneak up on those chicken fries. Oh no, the chicken fries are running away. <laughs> <They found them. laughs> Ooh, and all of the gyms are mm-hmm. other fast food restaurants. Oh, like you got to yeah. fight the Taco Bell dog. You got to fight Ronald McDonald. <laughs> yes, you got to be like. So right. So this is how it works. Like you, the last gym's like McDonald's because that's like the ultimate competitor, right? Right. And right. you got to you got to go against Big Mac, which is where you now have to wait, seek wait, wait, out. Wait. McDonald's is your rival. We're going oh. old school Pokemon, where you actually have a rival that is the at the end of the Elite Four. Okay, so same point there. In order to beat McDonald's. You can't go in with a Whopper. You got to go in with a Burger King knockoff of of the Whopper of, of the uh, Big Mac. That's the, you got to catch that one. That's like the legendary. You got to catch that one to beat the Elite yeah. Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important. Yeah. Or what if the legendaries are like? Is there anything that's like seasonal? Like McDonald's has the McRib. Is there anything a Burger King? I don't know for Burger King. I don't. I definitely more the McDonald's chicken parm sandwich King. is not there all the time, but I do like that. I've never had that, nor would I ever want to have. Chicken. It's that not sandwich great. Yeah, yeah, I, I bet. It, it sounds there. horrible. I also don't eat Burger King almost ever, but when I yeah. do, it's Dos Equis. No, Burger King is one of the weaker fast food restaurants. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is the best one. Hands oh, down. fuck yeah, Chick-fil-A. Fuck yeah, Chick-fil-A. Do they have Raising Cane's out in California? No, I've never heard of that. Oh, Raising Cane's is Actually, dope. no. Parker Bigale. So, fun story. Yes, if you guys that's remember, right. He was sitting with Parker Raising Cane's. Parker Bigale. Yeah. <laughs> He was a guest on our show, I think, week two of Year of the Guest. I actually hung out with him in San Francisco a couple weeks ago at the kind of funny meet and greet. Uh, out of nowhere, I just he mentioned, hey, yeah, I live in Charlotte, but I'm on my way to California. We're doing a road trip. And I just said, as a joke, cool, write down the name of every restaurant you guys eat at on the way and then rank them. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think he'd actually do it. And he fucking did it. That little amazing bastard did it. He's wonderful. And he's also starting his own podcast. Uh, Raising Cane's so. was very much near the top. I don't remember yeah. whether it was one or two, but it was very much near the top. It should like, be at the top because it's great. It's just chicken fingers. All they do is chicken tenders. That's it. And they're really good. They have awesome sauce for it. Even the chicken sandwich is just chicken tenders on a sandwich. It's great. That sounds great. Oh, do you remember Cheesies? Yeah. yeah. The oh, tenderizer. God. Fuck yeah, Cheesies. I mean, honestly, they're just chicken tenders in general were just awesome. Dude, I would always get the ma- – oh, so Cheesies is this restaurant in Chicago. And every time oh, you go Jesus. there, you have a you have a hangover from what you eat <laughs> for the next like two days. And they have amazing mac and cheese and grilled cheese sandwiches. And I would always get the mac, which is mac and cheese, merch cheddar cheese, and uh, I would get chicken tenders put on that sandwich. And then I dip it in like the tomato soup that they give you. <laughs> and then I get tater tots. God, I always felt so terrible after eating it. But it was oh, so no. Good. I would date the tenderizer, which is just the chicken tender grilled cheese sandwich. And it just right. dipped it in ranch. And it was delicious. Oh, God. I love ranch. Oh, I would also put bacon on it. Ooh, bacon. God damn. I wonder how many calories is in one of those sandwiches. So that's Sneak King Cross Pokemon. <laughs> Two more. <laughs> <laughs> Two more. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what you were talking about. <laughs> uh, Bloodborne cross Halo. Ooh. So someone asked me recently, like, 
a shooter version of Dark Souls. And my th- initial thought was like, I don't know. And I'm like, no, that would actually be kind of cool. Like you have to be the perfect, you have to have perfect aim and you have to get through that level perfectly. Kind of a cool idea. Yeah. I think I so. Kinda yeah. was, like my initial thought was going the other way in Halo you know, mm-hmm. the Arbiter introduced the Energy Sword. And yeah. You also had the Megaton, not the Megaton Hammer, that's Zelda. But you also had the Giant Hammer uh, in the Halo games as what well. What was that was called, Halo though? 3. Yeah, Halo 3, yeah. It was a Brute, the Brutes had it, I remember that. Yeah, what if you were, like, <clears throat> either an elite with an Energy Sword, like, and you had to fight... Uh, oh, there we go. I didn't... I, okay, pff, didn't plan this ahead of time. But the Flood is basically like Bloodborne, H.P. No. Lovecraft-type fe- creatures. Yeah, kind of. You had to fight really gross Like science fiction version of it, things. but yeah. Yeah, okay. H.P. Lovecraft okay. in space. I'm getting a chub right now. Ooh, would there be space combat? Like ship combat? Has there been ship combat in Halo? I mean, I mean, there, have, I mean like not like space. No, I'm talking and... about space combat. I'm talking about like space combat, though. No, but but I meant like okay. vehicular. Sorry. Okay. With with spaceships. How would that work in Bloodborne? I don't think that would work in Bloodborne to have no. ships and be able to move around quickly and like like being able to run over your enemies in Bloodborne. I think would kind of kill the intensity of like oh no bad guys coming up. Quick, let me get in my banshee and just <laughs> run over them. Yeah, and that might kind of kill it. I don't know. I think that actually might not work out too well. I think you're right. I think we have to cut the vehicles. You have to cut the vehicles. But enemies can have vehicles that they can Ooh, charge towards okay. you. Yeah. Yeah. What if? Okay. So what if one of the bosses is like not a, t- a terribly difficult enemy, but he has a ghost, and he's just—he's actually not hard to kill. He's just hard to hit because he's so exactly because he's on the ghost, and all you have yeah. is an energy sword or a hammer. Yeah. Or something along those lines. That would actually be a cool way of doing a shooter. Is that all your enemies have guns, you don't? Yeah. That could get kind of cool. Interesting. What's the next one? Last one is super hot cross Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> he basically just said, like, hey, we're going to combine, like, Citizens Kane and Mean Girls. <laughs> like, those have nothing to do mean with Mean Girls other. is fantastic. I didn't say those weren't great games or great movies in their own regard. They just have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> How dare you compare Superhot to Mean Girls? Because I know Animal Crossing is Citizen Kane. (laughs) I don't know. Superhot's definitely more Citizen Kane. I don't don't have an answer to this. What's your easy answer? The easy answer is Murder Simulator of all the Animal Crossing people. Oh. (laughs) Just throwing ninja stars at their faces, stealing the sticks out of their hands and beating them in the head with it. I, if Pick we're going to go that way, what would a Hitman Animal Crossing combination look like? Where, like you have to take out <laughs> the villagers, but no one can know about it. You have to like make that look like that little like I can't remember the characters in Animal Crossing. I can't remember their names, but like you have to make sure the little squirrel looks um, like it was an accident. Like she choked in an acorn or something. Like, you have to <laughs> <laughs> but it's still it's still Agent 40, um, 42. Agent forty seven. Oh my god, it's Agent forty two. That was no, it was Agent forty seven. Forty-two is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the answer of life, the universe, and everything. But no one knows what the question is. Um, I actually would really like a hit. I'm just changing this. It's just a, it's a Hitman Animal okay. Crossing crossover hitman now. Animal Crossing because that's how you are going to get money to make your house better is by getting contracts to kill other villagers that other villagers <laughs> don't. It's like. just about you building up your mansion. Yeah, exactly. By killing people, <laughs> little animals in your neighborhood. <laughs> it's like so the opposite of Animal Crossing in every way. <laughs> Tom Nook. I finally thought of one. There's one Animal Crossing character, Tom Nook. Yeah, but he's not like Isabella. a villager. Isabella, okay. But no, but those characters, though, are not um, – they don't have a house that they're living in that you can go to. Where do to they live in? They're just like – Tom Nook is just at his his uh, his work, and then sometimes the store's closed. And then Where Isabella, does he go after that? I don't know. You're spending all this money selfishly on your house, and you can't build your friend a house? He has no, to no, no. He builds woods? you the house. He can build houses. He just doesn't build his own house, I guess. He might live upstairs in his in his building. Who knows? That's really, he might he that's might really make weird. so much money. He doesn't even live in my shitty neighborhood in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in a much nicer neighborhood because I give him a like, lot of this money. This is him volunteering. He writes his time that he spends with the office <laughs> charity on his taxes. He's really like a Warren Buffett like character. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's just crazy loaded. Great. Well, thanks for playing our new game. Now flesh it out. Now flesh it out. And that wraps up our episode. Just over an hour. That might be one of our shortest episodes yet. 
This year, it's definitely the shortest episode. Hands definitely the shortest episode this year. Yeah, yeah. Aside from our side quests. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, again, two things. Make sure that you go and participate with the participation trophy before Sunday. You have another opportunity next week and another opportunity the week after that and another opportunity the week after that. There's 80 bucks going out this month. Grab a piece of it. Uh, um, and then uh, hashtag thanks for creating. Make sure you send them developers some love. And then let us know if you're playing Kingdom Hearts and what you think of it. Please play Kingdom Hearts with us. Please, dear God, I don't want to be the only one talking about this game or else we're going to shit all over it. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it until we come back next week with two more guests. Until next time, here's our usual sign off. Have you ever sneezed more than three times in a row? Oh, me definitely. That was rhetorical.